Welcome to the Stormracked Library, an actual play audio journal. Today I will be playing Alone Among the Shifting Trees by Takuma Okada, a game in the uh, Alone series of games. You are a wanderer deep in the heart of a forest. You thought you knew it well, but the trees here are unfamiliar. They loom over you, branches thick with strange leaves. Any light that manages to make it through is a dim, unsettling green. As you walk, your foot connects with something. What is it? So I rolled a three and drew the three of diamonds. This object is someone tried to hide it from the world. Diamonds are mundane objects. And the three prompt is who or what would consume this. I think that I stumble upon a, a drained magical artifact. Uh, the sort of arcane core that would have powered an ancient automaton weapon. And I certainly know what this thing is, and I see it uh, carefully buried under the roots of an oak tree. And I dig it out, and I realize what it is, and I quickly cover it back up with the dirt. Because even though I came here to find strange artifacts from the ancient war, this one is too terrifying to contemplate. So world building wise for this game, I've decided that I am uh, something of a halfling or a hobbit, uh, exploring a forest near my pastoral home uh, in the aftermath of a full scale Lord of the Rings style uh, war and conflict uh, that impacted not just the broader world, but did, uh, did come home to me. Uh, my name is Roleo Bumbletoes, uh, which seems like an appropriate uh, Hobbit-style name. And I am uh, looking for interesting objects. I think I'm something of, a, of an amateur historian. Um, I like to gather tales of the war that happened a hundred years ago or so. Uh, maybe I know firsthand that my great-grandfather fought in that war and those tales have been handed down and I have become obsessed with knowing more about the dark times. Covered by moss, leaves, or roots, I drew the four of clubs. Clubs are unusual. They may not be out of place, but they would be difficult to find in an ordinary forest. The prompt for four is what spell, ritual, or ceremony is this a component of? I think I will pair this with the previous object I found as I rebury uh, the sort of arcane core that I had uh, previously uncovered. I look to my side uh, and I see the other half of this, uh, of this arcane structure and I quickly come to realize that it is uh, the skull of an animal 
that has been split in half and filled with magical energies. Um, None of that magic is left aside from perhaps a faint blue glow that I am able to pick up despite the the full light of the midday sun that manages to pierce through the canopy. Um, and this, uh, this time I master my fear of the object and I pick up the half skull and I contemplate uh, the upper jaw thrust out. I think it probably is a dog-like skull. So very long, uh, elongated um, definitely not uh, humanoid in any way. Um, and I think back to the stories that my great-grandfather told me of the mighty arcane trolls and ogres that they had to fight during the war. And I look at the skull and think about how terrifying it must have been to face these creatures on the battlefield, even had they not been powered by the dark magics. All right, I rolled a four and got the six of clubs. So I found another thing that someone has tried to hide from the world. Clubs, again, are unusual. And the prompt for six is, how did this get here? I think... I find this after continuing along my way for a good hour or so. I think there are no um, there are no true paths in this forest. It is a truly wild place. Um, this is the site of one of those ancient battles, and so I am wandering around through land that has not been explored in perhaps a full hundred years. But I think the thing that I find this time is more hopeful, and it is a clearing on a great hill that I climb to the top of and find a meadow of tall purple flowers uh, that are swaying in the wind. Uh, And I take a moment to just sit in the shade of one of the trees listening to the rustling of the breeze through the flowers, watching as a handful of bumblebees make their way from stalk to stalk. And then at the top of the hill, I catch sight of a a strange-looking rock, and I hike into the heart of the meadow and realize that the, uh, the, the big boulder that is standing... Uh, in the middle of the meadow is in fact another uh, relic of the creatures that fought here. Here is the remnants of one of those uh, half troll, half automaton uh, that the Dark Lord used to fight his wars that, uh, that fell here in the heart of this forest defeated at last by whatever rare and unlikely strength the heroes of a century ago were able to come up with. And in felling this beast and leaving the forest to do its work, 
Uh, this place has grown in strength and gained its own kind of natural power in the aftermath of the war. All right, the Ace of Clubs. We've had a lot of clubs so far. The Ace is what memories does this unusual object bring up? I think once I find the one large piece of this troll automaton, I cannot help but keep exploring throughout the field. Uh, and I managed to find, after actually digging a little bit uh, into the soft earth, I find an actual remnant of one of the fighters who stood against this creature. Surely one of the, the many who fell. I don't think it actually belonged to my great-grandfather, but maybe it did belong to one of his friends. I'm imagining that I come upon a game piece, um, maybe something that looks like uh, a chess pawn, uh, but maybe these hobbits had a simpler game uh, than chess, and so there were only a couple of different pieces, and everybody would carry a handful of them around with them so that they could play during the wars. Um, and I stumble upon this piece that maybe has a unique uh, shape to its top and some initials uh, carved in the bottom that I recognize belong to uh, one of my great-grandfather's friends. Um, and I sit with this, uh, this game piece for a good long while, uh, maybe a whole hour as I watch the sun move across the sky and I think about what it must have been like for my great-grandfather and all of the other hobbits to stand here and fight against something terrible, um, and in particular, what those moments might have looked like when they were sitting between fights, knowing that something terrible was on its way, but just waiting for it to strike. All right, I have drawn the Eight of Diamonds. Diamonds, again, are mundane. The prompt for eight is what animal stays a healthy distance away from this? I think I will use that as the way that Roleo finds uh, this object, uh, covered, half covered in moss and leaves. Uh, Roleo has uh, hiked back down the hill away from the... Uh, the big field and back into the forest. Uh, it's starting to be afternoon and, and uh, Roleo is wanting to head home. And while uh, Roleo is making their way down the path, um, they come upon this object, which if I am going to lean into that halfling lore, certainly must be uh, an old pipe stem uh, broken away from the main part of the pipe, but Roleo is immediately able to recognize that it is the stem of a, of a halfling pipe. Um, and he uh, notices this because uh, there are a handful of small deer who are hopping through the forest, and they all seem to avoid this area. And so Roleo sort of slowly uh, sneaks up to the, uh, to the area that the deer were ignoring, pushes aside the moss and sees the pipe stem. Um, this one, I think, unlike the game piece, does not have any identifying marks. Um, and uh, Roleo simply looks at it, uh, again, pondering uh, what the 
person who carried it must have been like, um, especially what they must have been thinking in these dark, terrible times of war and strife. Um, and then Roleo covers it back up with leaves uh, and keeps hiking along the path. The Four of Hearts. Hearts are eerie. At first glance, you might ignore them. I think this is, um, this is a tree. Um, it's simply a tree uh, that uh, Roleo walks by and they get uh, a dozen paces or so further in the forest and then they stop and they turn around and they walk up to the tree and they tilt their little head up um, so that they're looking as high as they can um, and there on uh, about halfway up the tree is a clear face made out of knots and branches that are curled back on themselves. The tree is not moving, it is not uh, active at the moment, um, but Roleo remembers stories uh, from some great-granduncle uh, about encountering walking and talking trees. Um, and Roleo, despite believing all the other things that have been told over the years, surely did not believe that there could be trees walking and talking and eating and drinking. But here, in seeing this face, even though the tree is not doing any of those things, um, Roleo finally believes that part of the story. The Seven of Spades. Spades are alien. These objects are not of any forest you know. They may be human products or totally alien to you. Uh, and the seven prompt is who may have found this before you. Um, this is a statue of the enemy. Uh, sort of, uh, I'm imagining an inversion of the king statue in Lord of the Rings that Sam and Frodo find that has had its head replaced by an orc head. Um, this is a statue of an enemy, uh, of, uh, of the Dark Lord, uh, a huge gargantuan thing. Uh, maybe this forest was not a forest at all in that time, uh, and, and it has been reclaimed since. Um, but at the time, it was the Dark Lord's land, and they erected a huge, ugly statue with lumps and grumbles and might. And uh, Roleo comes up to it and sees that its head has been struck off and lies uh, at its feet, smashed into pieces by little hammers and chisels. Um, and Roleo uh, kicks it uh, with his bare foot uh, and yelps a little bit uh, at the unyielding nature of the rock. Thinks about the, the flip side instead of thinking about uh, how grim it must have been awaiting battle. Uh, Roleo thinks about how glorious it must have been finally triumphing over this terrible dark enemy and being able, uh, despite having lost many friends along the way, to smash this head to pieces and leave it for the trees to reclaim. Um, and in fact, when Roleo looks, uh, they can clearly see the roots of neighboring trees have wrapped around the statue's base and the head, and vines have climbed and clambered their way up to the top, almost entirely concealing it. All right, the sun has gone down, and I have drawn the final card, the Four of Spades. Spades, again, are alien, so I'm going to continue thinking about 
uh, items of the enemy. Um, and the four is what spell, ritual, or ceremony is this a component of? Raleo keeps walking along uh, the path that they are able to pick, uh, even though there are no trails in this forest, uh, and comes at last to one final mark of the enemy. And this is surely a ring, uh, a small golden ring uh, that uh, has, has some red fiery writing inscribed upon it. And surely Roleo has heard tales of this sort of weapon of the enemy. Um, I'm, I'm stealing a lot of iconography here. I don't think this is uh, as powerful as that. I'm thinking about this as maybe the sort of small magical trinket that was handed out to lieutenants and captains under the Dark Lord's control, both so that they could have a little bit of arcane power and so that the Dark Lord could have control over him. Um, and Roleo feels some temptation to reach out and grasp this thing, um, but quickly remembers the stories, which have probably grown over the decades. Uh, and just before Roleo touches it, they snatch back their hand, notice the sun has dipped fully behind the trees, and scampers out of the forest I'm going to draw one last card to get a sense for how Roleo feels about all of his experiences in the forest. We'll use the suit to sort of set the overall tone and the rank with ace low and king high uh, to set the sort of gradation that, uh, that Roleo feels. We'll just draw one card and see what it goes. I have drawn the seven of hearts. Hearts are eerie. So I think the overall impression that Roleo is left with uh, as they sit at their own fire the night after returning, um, I'm going to say that because hearts are eerie, that Roleo finds themselves alone here rather than coming back uh, to a, a tavern or a house full of uh, bustling children and friends. Um, they come back uh, alone, very Bilbo style, um, and sit by the fire themselves uh, and reflect upon the strangeness of the things that they found as distinct from like everyday things that they experience. Um, and in particular, the eeriness feels very distinct from how they always felt about them given the stories. Um, and the seven is right in the middle. Right? It's not as low as an ace. It's not as high as a king. Um, so I think um, Roleo is a little spooked by what they saw. Um, and is like, I'm never going back into the forest. Um, but sure enough, within a few months or maybe a year, the seasons have turned. Uh, uh, it's back around to summer and things are not so grim. And Roleo will remember those stories and remember the the good parts of finding eerie things in the forest and one day we'll be back alone among the shifting trees if you enjoyed this game you can find it at noroadhome.itch.io you can also see pictures of the the rather nice cards and dice that I used on stormrackedlibrary.net 
where you can also see my latest in my Dungeon 23 continent building project. Farewell from the Stormracked Library. Come check us out again sometime.